Welcome to Money Making Conversation. I'm your host, Rashawn McDonald. Each Money Making Conversation talk show is about entrepreneurship and entertainment. I provide the consumer and business owner access to celebrities, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and industry decision makers. I recognize that we all have different definitions of success. For some, it's a sizable paycheck. Mine is helping people wake up and inspiring them to accomplish their goals and live their very best life. These are my passion, and that's what I'm going to do for you. I want you to stop tripping over small challenges and prepare to rise above bigger obstacles that life is going to present you. The money-making conversations and interviews provide relatable information, I'm telling you, to you, the listener, about career and financial planning, entrepreneurship, motivation, leadership, overcoming the arts, and how to live a balanced life. My next guest is a proud native of Inglewood, California. Inglewood! She is also the proud owner of the. <laughs> I, I had to say that. I'm sorry, Leo. Uh, she's oh, also the, you live in LA for 15 years. You're going to say, Eaglewood. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> she's also the proud owner of the Girl Cave Los Angeles, a chain of beauty supply stores and lifestyle brands in Los Angeles. She's also the owner of a juice bar. She's a real estate mogul and a former model. Her hopes are to promote a more realistic standard of beauty for all women. Please welcome to Money Making Conversations, one of the stars of Bravo's Married to Medicine, Los Angeles, Leah Diaz. Thank you. That's a great introduction. I love it. <laughs> well, first of all, uh, you know, I, uh, thank you for uh, saying that. I want to just, you know, it, it was part of your intro. I wanted to, for you to explain to me a little bit about it. You said your hope is to promote a more realistic standard of beauty for all women. Explain what you mean by that. Well, I, for me, I was in the modeling industry for right. a while. And I remember being a young woman and feeling when I got rejected that it was something wrong with me, right? Like my features and you know, there's things about me that, you know, other people don't see as beautiful. And so in my stores, I don't want people to feel like they have to fit a mold. Like mm-hmm. if you like your hair natural, then we have stuff for you mm-hmm. to be natural. If you like wearing weaves and wigs, then all of it's fine. Like there's no one way to be. And so that's what I try to come across. I want my customers to pick up in my store and even with my marketing materials and my advertisement, I make sure that I cover all spans, all spectrums of what it is to be a woman. It's not just one thing, you know? It really is important that you do that, especially in this era of uh, social media. You know, Adele, right. she just got posted that picture of her losing weight and people were on her. Well, you know, like she doesn't have an option. She she can't change well, how she looks. Exactly. And she to me, she's fabulous either way, but right. that's a classic example of her having control. She It's her body. If she wants to be 300 pounds or 150 pounds, that's her choice. And so I just feel like we need to be more mindful, especially as women, to just embrace who we are and help other women embrace who they are. Well, that's why I wanted to get that out, because I felt when I read that about you, you know, it was important because of the fact that it wouldn't be in part of part of your bio, part of your DNA. And then being that yes. you were a model, you know, that's a very superficial world. You know, a lot of you read a lot of horror stories by, you know, weight, weight issues. And and there's a short window for success. And and there's a lot of uh, harassment that goes into those levels, and especially, especially when you come in young and you're just trying to make it. Sometimes you make decisions that are uncomfortable, that are uncomfortable for you because you're just trying to get the opportunity. But it all goes right. back to how you look. And that's unfortunate. So when I see a Lizzo jumping out there and doing her thing and being very comfortable, this always lets me know it's not so much about, and I have a daughter who's 22 and it's important for her to be herself, you know, 
And when you said that statement, I said, I, I, I got to really expound on that a lot more because I felt it was important for you to say, this is what you do. You're in the, be you're in the beauty lane. You're in the entertainment lane. You're, in the, you're, you're stepping out there and your fans are following you. Your fans are recognizing you as a model of, of a, 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 a brand. Not so a model for since a fashion model or makeup model, but a model, a role model. I should say a role model, correct? Absolutely. Absolutely. And so I want to be conscientious of that when I'm promoting my stores and, and even promoting myself that I don't put women in a box because that's not it's not fair. No, we're going to talk about a box in a minute. That's a description in a minute. So don't jump the gun. Don't jump the gun on me. <laughs> <laughs> but let's talk about I, I said it in your credits. Uh, Bravo's Married to Medicine, Los Angeles. For my fans who may have not seen the show and there are fans who have seen the show. Please explain to everybody what exactly is Married to Medicine? And, and that's one question. And then I'm going to ask you, how did you get involved? Gotcha. So Married to Medicine is a concept um, that was on the Bravo Network. There's a show in Atlanta. It's been on the air for eight years. And so recently, in the last two years, Bravo has taken the concept here to L.A. Mm -hmm. um, and it really just is about black female physicians. Half of the women on the show are doctors, OBGYNs, an anesthesiologists, a psychiatrist. And then the other women myself included, we're married to physicians. Mm. And so you get to see the world of one medicine, but also two black doctors, which to me is amazing because I don't know any other show on television that showcases black physicians. And it's, it's a great thing to be a part of. Right. So how did you get involved? Okay, so Amani, who's one of the ladies on the show here in Los Angeles, Dr. Amani, she's a psychiatrist. I know. Her. My husband mm -hmm. is also Yes, yes. So they met because they work together. Mm -hmm. And so I was introduced to Amani through my husband. Okay, so here's the deal. Okay, so you yeah. have a brand and we we hear horror stories, you know, basketball wise set a tone out there for what, what mm. the reality shows could do, you know, going across mm -hmm. table, throwing dishes, grabbing weaves, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> when, when you told your friends or you told your, your loved one that you may do this show, what were the thoughts that came out of their mouths? And did you have to calm them down or did you have to or did you just pitch them ahead of time to cut off any, let them know that you're not going to do anything crazy that they've seen or they have an idea of what reality shows are doing? They they don't do it as much as they used to do back in the day, but because I think they're more storyline driven. But back in the day, they were a horror story. Yeah, there there were, and I'll be honest with you, there still are some um, within this Bravo Mary to Medicine crew. Mm -hmm. um, but I'll say I got mixed reviews. My husband was really supportive because obviously we had watched the show before because Amani was on it, and mm -hmm. so we liked what we saw. Mm -hmm. um, but other family members that were like, "Girl, you have employees. Be very careful." <laughs> right, 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 right. You're a mentor to these young girls. Most of the women that work for me are under the age of 25. So mm -hmm. that was that whole thing that people were like, you know, just be very careful. And so I like that I am who I am with a camera crew without it. I'm just who I am. And so it's not always pretty. It's not always lovely. But I do do a lot of great things. So I'm happy that I'm seeing 100% the way that I am. And, you know, there's certain things I'm just not going to do. You'll you will never see me you know, climbing across the table, pulling someone's hair. Mm -hmm. um, but you might see me get, you know, indignant or loud or, mm -hmm. or, you know, try to get my point across. But I feel like that's true to who I am. So right. you'll never see me do something that I wouldn't do without a camera crew there. Absolutely. And I respect that. I, I feel that to me, I always tell people, you know, this is a this is a brand build for you, especially if you have brands that you want to sell and you're an entrepreneur. 
and I feel you're a smart right. entrepreneur. And so my thought process mm-hmm. when I heard and read, you know, press release came out and I did a little research on you. You know, I've been following you before the, for this interview now. You know, this ain't just an interview. I just popped up on last week now. And I because I because I always look at why people do things, and I felt that there was a move for you to just grow your brand, to you know, to grow your social media, to put a face in front of your buildings and attract more revenue, and also to expand your brand. Is that a is that a course of action that I'm, I'm speaking of correctly? Absolutely. As a business owner, you have to do things that are outside of your comfort zone for the betterment of your business. And this show is definitely something that for me was out of my comfort zone. But I recognize that it was going to be a platform that it, I mean, it's a gift. I mean, a platform like this, a million viewers every week, there's no way right. that um, we'd be able to do that on my own without using tons and tons of capital. So this show definitely is a platform for me, but also the other women, too. Like, I'm inspired. And, like, you know, Amani's coming out with a book. And so to utilize this platform in the right way, I think, is a smart business decision. So Well, well absolutely. Well, I, I agree. I, you will not hear me say anything negative about your role on the show. I'm just using these various questions just to educate people about everything. I think everybody, we've gotten a lot smarter about social media. We've gotten a lot smarter about understanding our brand. And I think that mm-hmm. you, you know, everybody at first just wanted to just get on TV. And everybody right. wanted to, they can be the next Kardashian if they do something crazy. Okay. Do some right. crazy, we are Kardashian, you know, and we have a have a billion <laughs> followers, but that's not the case. They have they're, what what people have seen is they're talented. They're not just pretty faces. These are business women too. If you look at them, they do business. It's just the same thing here. That's what you're doing. How since coming on the show, how has it impacted your social media growth? Let's go there first. Well, to be honest with you, I realized that I wasn't using social media in the correct way um, until I was on this show. Oh, okay, I, explain, it, explain, it, explain. Well, I just, I used it as, um, I didn't use it often. Mm-hmm. I didn't use it ways that I was supposed to. I mean, I posted sometimes, but I wasn't really getting my message across. I think being on the show and having a machine behind you like Bravo and having other women that came before me that did it correctly, um, especially in Atlanta, to use them as the blueprint, it helped me understand the way to do this, right? You just don't, like even the Kardashians, you brought them up. They Mm -hmm. post, but their posts are very strategic. Mm -hmm. When they talk to strategy, they're not just getting on just for the sake of you seeing them, right? There's Mm -hmm. a a reason a message behind it and so I'm learning that I have learned that especially being on the show the last few months that I have to be intentional with how I speak to my mm-hmm. audience I have to understand my audience and that has been helpful well you know I, I read something a long time ago about uh, Kim Kardashian she said that for every post she'd take like of herself she'd take like about 500 pictures Making sure, and and I and that taught me something. I went, okay, this is a business, you know. That just don't post any anything just to be posting it. Look at the, look at right. justify why you posting it. Make sure it's the best look of you when you post it. Right. And then people, because you're marketing, you're constantly marketing, and that's what social media is all about. And so, because you got a lot right. of brands that you have out there, and now let's talk about. Let's go to the first one. We're gonna go to break after this. I want to come back and talk about the cave girl. The Girl Cave in Los Angeles. We're going to talk about the subscription. We're going to talk about the juice bar. Oh, the sports bar? You have a sports bar too? 
I have a sports bar in the city of Inglewood. It's called Champ oh, City. Girl, I'm going to tell you something. We got so much to talk about in this next break. She is a businesswoman. She is also one of the stars of Bravo's new, uh, well, I shouldn't say new show, because I say new compared to Atlanta. It is kind of new, but it is. she's a new member of the team Married to Medicine, Los Angeles, which airs every Sunday, Sunday night, 9 uh, East Coast, 8 Central, which is 9 West Coast as well. Be right back with Miss Diaz. Hi, this is Rashawn McDonald, and you're listening to Money Making Conversation. I have a, a fantastic interview going along right here with the, one of the stars of Married to Medicine, Los Angeles. In fact, she's the newest star. If you haven't seen the shows on Bravo every Sunday night, 9 Eastern, West Coast, 8 Central, uh, Miss Diaz. Uh, she's the proud owner of the Girl Cave Los Angeles, a chain of beauty supply stores and lifestyle brand and lifestyle brands in Los Angeles. She also has a juice bar, which is Juice It Up LA. She also has a sports yeah. bar, Champ City Bar, and she's a real estate mogul. So we're going we're gonna to get to breaking this down one time. We're going to go. This is going to be our entire entrepreneurial break about you. The first half was about your your concepts and everything. Now we want to dig into your whole, you know, what keeps you rolling? What keeps you motivating besides the show? It has to be the entrepreneurship. Tell us why it's important to be an entrepreneur, especially a female entrepreneur in in this day and age. You know what? Um I don't even know what to say. It's been a ride for me. It's been great. Part of what keeps me inspired is I have three kids, mm -hmm. but I also have a, a desire just to be good, like to do good to, you know, when I put something out, I want it to, to do well. And I think just in anything that I do, even if it's, you know, making my bed in the morning, like I want to do that well. And I think that that translates into my business and, I, I, it's so much that we have going on and we just keep it going. And, um, I don't even know where to start. Honestly. Well, we're going to start at the girl cave or on Melrose. Now is that the, that's, well, that's the, that's the beauty location, right? On Melrose. Well, so we've recently, we've restructured the girl cave okay, LA cool. in the last okay. And so that's part of my, right. So when I got into this industry, I was not talking to my consumer. Listen, I'm a black girl from Inglewood. Yes, we like it. And so I was trying to be in an area of town where my customers weren't and they wanted to support me, but they didn't, it was hard for them to access my store. So I've recently closed, well, not recently, in the last year, we closed the man, uh, the Melrose location mm -hmm. and we opened up a new location in the city of Compton. Mm -hmm. So now we have three stores. We're in Inglewood, South Los Angeles and Compton. Mm -hmm. And we basically just dug in and everything that you can think about for grooming, hair care, nail care, waxing, everything you can think of, we carry out the stores. And so we have just restructured and it's been really good for us. Well, I love, you know, what you said, you know, Inglewood, South Los Angeles and Compton, that is the core of, of black America in Los Angeles. Right. That is your core audience that you're trying to reach. That's a loyal audience, first of all. But also, oh, that's an audience that, that, that works at a certain price point. How do you work out the whole price point and making sure there are customers that come back to you? And this is where being on Married to Medicine really in L.A. really helps your brand in those market shares that you just said your three stores are located at, correct? Right, correct. So, um, there's no secret that in the beauty supply industry, it's not dominated by by black people. Mm -hmm. We we have issues sometimes as black owners getting competitive pricing. But I always say that that's not my customer's problem. That's my problem. And so I have to make sure that my pricing is competitive compared to other stores, even though I might pay a little bit more for the products because I'm a newer store. We've only been around for five years. And in this industry, that's considered new. Yes, it um, is. And maybe 
have the relationships with the distributors. So yeah, I do pay more for my products, but I also make sure that I just eat that cost and I don't pass it on to the consumer because my business issues are not their consumer issues. You know what I mean? So um, yeah, we stay competitive. I mean, I, I'm not ashamed of it. Sometimes I go into other beauty supply stores and see what that price point is so I can understand, am I overcharging? Am I undercharging? Mm-hmm. Like, I want to mm-hmm. be right in line with my competition. Well, you know, you're getting kind of famous there, Miss Diaz. So uh, huh? you, you just can't roll <laughs> in there like you used to roll in there. You know what I'm saying? So I'll just let you know now. They're going to roll up and they're going to start taking photos. Famous person in the store. Famous person in the store. <laughs> oh, good. No, I need to go up guys and send my daughter and we got there you go there you go but it's all good because i understand you're trying to make sure you stay competitive because in this business people can lay you out especially in social media oh she's pricey or her stuff isn't she doesn't deliver on time and that those things are there and so but one thing i really love i saw that i went online and and was talking about i'm gonna just just real positive it's a it said now offering local delivery hey los angeles looking for essential beauty items braiding hair and nail care supplies we have expanded the ways you can shop from all three of our locations which is which is the inglewood location the compton location and south south los angeles location you deliver ship and provide curbside delivery that's yes. staying in the game. That is staying yes. in the game. Talk to us about that. Well, I have to shift. And I mean, in order to be successful, you have to move with the times. And obviously with the shutdowns and, um, you know, the virus going around, I have to make sure that I'm I'm staying in business. Mm-hmm. I got employees to pay for mm-hmm. a paycheck and I'm, you know, I'm invested in this. So we have to shift. We always had a website, right. but we're pushing that online so people understand that. And we've been getting orders literally from New Jersey, from Florida, from all over, all over the country with push to push the website. And then people just feel more comfortable shopping for essential goods online now. I mean, and so we have to meet the meet needs. So we have a whole delivery team now. Um, and we're just out every day, every morning we're assigning orders and we're getting them out. So people get their orders within a few hours. And that's just been our new goal. We well, you know it, it was so it's so nice when you said we have a delivery team now. You were so it's uh, <laughs> so proud of that because of the fact that one thing that's come out of the pandemic that we are dealing with is is that black people have, are, have come to the realization that technology has to become a part of their lifestyle. They have to mm-hmm. embrace the online world out there that we've somehow battled. We used our phone just just to talk on or just to text on where our right. competitors are non African-Americans or non people of color use their phone to operate on, to do their business on, to communicate outside of texting and talking. And so that has right. been, I think, one of the great uh, blessings because, you know, we know that African-Americans have been uh, overtly effective in a negative manner due to COVID-19. But in the, from a yeah. communication standpoint, like you said, online, that's what I love hearing what you're saying, because by just changing your business model, you're not just selling in the Los Angeles County area. You're now right. in some ways, maybe internationally selling your brand now and getting orders because of the fact that you become a 24 hour store. And as they say, you're getting checks in your mailbox is how you want to do business anyway. You want to be sleeping and making money. And that's the ultimate goal yeah. for your brands. Correct. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, just to be able to have a platform like a website, can you imagine that? Like somebody in New Jersey knows who we are here in, in Inglewood, California. Like that's just, 
it's amazing to me that the word is out and that people are shopping across the country. And this morning, I'm actually here at my distributor because um, I have to pull an order. We got an order in Dubai. I'm like, how did you I told you. about us? In- I told you. I told you. International. I, I, I said it. I said I said the blessing and the blessing came through. Come on now. Come on. I love it. I love it. I lo- Because I, I, I love talking to young entrepreneurs. I love talking to them realizing that excitement. You say we have a delivery team now because you you really see that it's not always, you know, hand to hand combat when you're doing business. Right. You know, it's about being able to not see your customers, but deliver a product online that they feel comfortable with ordering. Because we know there are so many scams out there. We know sometimes right. you click, you don't know where to go. And then these big corporations like Amazon, they they have a brand that people respect and so people tend to go there to buy their their services or buy their product and you can deliver the same product probably cheaper than they will and also get a faster delivery pace to them as well but the thing i really love about just hearing you talk and the enthusiasm of the product is that you have a subscription box let's talk about that 1999 plus 999 shipping that's still available correct Yes, so we actually we've um, we've shipped it. We're still subscriptions are still available. Yes, ma'am. Um, but you've just seen that there's a need for like essential products. Absolutely. So we've created um, remedies because mm-hmm. people are transitioning in this time, right? Mm-hmm. So a lot of people that usually wear wigs, weaves, extensions. Mm-hmm. We've seen that they to the natural hair care um, option because the salons are closed. So we've shifted that too. This is all about evolving as times change, right? So we did have a subscription box, but now we have remedies online. So if you're transitioning and you, you know, you want to go natural, we have a transition remedy and we have a do-it-yourself remedy. So you can literally go online and pick what your hair is going through mm-hmm. and pick a remedy to, to deal with it. Yeah. I'm going to just tell you about me a little bit here. 80, 88% me. of my followers are female. Mm. 88%. I'm a nice guy. I'm a nice guy. I'm a baker. I I, I sell positive. I, 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 my sister, I have six sisters. I just embrace empowering women. And the reason I bring that up is that I have an email, a, a newsletter that goes out every Friday at 9 a.m. to 90,000 fan club members. I like to put I, I like to put an ad in there for you. Not up not that I shouldn't use the word ad, a banner. A banner of marketing your brand. Click here, buy, ship anywhere. 90,000. So if you get a if you get a, a, a order from Chicago, that might be Rashawn. You get an order from Florida, that might be <laughs> Rashawn. You get an order from Montana, that might be Rashawn. All I'm just telling you is that that is why I feel I have to share my blessings. When I hear your story, Ms. Diaz, I have to be able to compel to say, what can I do more for you? What can I do more? Wow. What can I, how can I help you keep winning? Because if you win, that means people stay employed. That means that you become a visionary and you understand when you said, hey, I'm trying to make beauty normal. Right now, beauty is abnormal. But people have extreme yeah. thoughts of what beauty is. I have a 22-year-old daughter. I need you to be our role model. That's why I'm ready to support you. Wow. I'm blown away. Thank you so much for that. You don't even understand what that means because you don't have to do that. And I really, really, I I can't even express how much I appreciate it, but I do. Thank you. I'm going to tell you this. You You don't have to express. Just give me that banner. Like I said, every Friday at 9 a.m. it goes out. 
and it's a beautiful letter. I, I got my, I have my PR firm send it to you so you can see how how it's put laid out. Uh, is uh, you know, this week I got my girl Yolanda Adams in there, Boris Kojo for his suits. I got uh, Cedric Entertainer in his hats. I I got some names up in this. This newsletter not, now, Miss Diaz. Now, this not just an okey doke newsletter now. <laughs> I love it. Thank you. Wow, that's amazing. I am blown away. Thank you. Well, I, all I know is that uh, I know we run out of time, and I, I, I want to bring you back to talk about the sports bar and the juice bar. But I, this whole thing about beauty and you being an entrepreneur, I, I just wanted to get that story out and also just say thank you for being who you are and I'm going to support you and definitely get that information to you. If you can't get it out this week, get it to me next week and we'll get it in there. But every Friday at 9 a.m. it goes off. It's East Coast time. It goes out and I'll be more than happy to support your brand, okay? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for this platform. Thank you for helping <laughs> get the word out about LA and medicine and just allowing me to talk about who I am. Well, let me tell you something. Dubai! Dubai! Not but goodbye. Yeah. Dubai! New Jersey. We gonna do it all over. We gonna get some. We gonna get some. Now we gotta get Jamaica. We gotta get South Africa. We gotta get Australia. I'm, I'm popular in Ireland. Can you believe that? I'm popular in Ireland. I'm popular in New Zealand. It's amazing. People are listening to this show all over the world, and we want them to start buying your product all over the world. Thank you for calling on Money Making Conversations. I appreciate you. No, I appreciate you. Thank you again. <laughs> awesome. If you want to hear more money-making money conversation interviews, please go to moneymakingconversations.com. I'm Rashawn McDonald. I'm your host. <laughs>